Sonnet 68, from Spencer's Amoretti, 1595. Most glorious Lord of life, that on this day didst make thy triumph over death and sin, and having harrowed hell didst bring away captivity, thence captive, us to win. This joyous day, dear Lord, with joy begin, and grant that we, for whom thou didst die, being with thy dear blood clean washed from sin, may live for ever in felicity. And that thy love, we weighing worthily, may likewise love thee for the same again. And for thy sake, that all like dear didst buy, with love may one another entertain. So let us love, dear love, like as we ought. Love is the lesson which the Lord us taught. Good Friday, the three hours, the first hour. Thy love we weighing worthily. What would it mean for us to weigh Christ's love worthily? We will not be able to do so unless we first see ourselves as the objects of his love. Unless we know ourselves as loved, we will not be able to feel the force of Christ's love. For if it is reserved for others, we can have no part in it. But if that love is for me, I can know myself beloved. And if I know myself beloved, I can know both love and him who loves me. Whoever knew the lover without knowing themselves beloved. Knowing these things, knowing myself the object of God's good purposes, I can begin to weigh love worthily. But I cannot weigh it apart from the life that loves me. I need to know what love looks like. I need to know how love acts. I need to know what good love wills for me. These are the things that give love substance, that give love weight. These are what I can weigh with a heart that knows itself beloved, worthily. The second hour, being with thy dear blood clean washed from sin, Having weighed Christ's love worthily, I can respond worthily only with love. But I can do that only once I acknowledge sin. I must do this because sin diminishes humanity, obscuring the divine image in which we are created. I must do this because sin deludes. I must do this because sin is unreality. I must do this because sin impairs my capacity both to love and to participate in another's love. An old saint wrote, I acknowledge, Lord, and I give thanks that you have created your image in me so that I may remember you, think of you, love you. But this image is so effaced and worn away by vice 
so darkened by the smoke of sin that it cannot do what it was made to do unless you renew it and reform it. The reformation of our souls by the renewal of the divine image in our nature begins at the cross. We can never hope to understand this. That same saint continued, I do not try, Lord, to attain your lofty heights, because my understanding is in no way equal to it. But I do desire to understand your truth a little, that truth that my heart believes and loves. For I do not seek to understand so that I may believe, but I believe so that I may understand. third hour, we for whom thou didst die. At the cross, I know that Christ died for me. I know that I must share responsibility for the bloody agony. I know that I share responsibility because of that inescapable societal sin which I inherit through culture and to which I contribute, that sin which is called original. For this reason, I know that Christ died not just for me alone. There would be no original sin if I were the only sinner. Were I the only sinner, were I alone to raise my hand to hammer in those nails, the hands of the sinless would hold me back. Christ would have died. He was human after all, but not on a cross. It took a system to put him there. It took collusion. It took more than one sinner. Yes, Christ died for me, but not for me alone. What did St. Paul say? While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. What did our Lord say? I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Christ died for me, but it would be blasphemy to save for me alone. We are saved together, we for whom thou didst die, or we are not saved at all.